Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Spearhead Sundays. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. We're episode fuck episode fifteen, I believe. Could be fourteen, could be sixteen. Fucking, I don't know what it is. Uh, point is, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Prince is dead. That uh, purple fag. Uh, <laughs> No, I don't. I don't know. Prince. He's a, apparently it's a massive fucking thing. The dude was like, um, was like, I don't know, half price Michael Jackson. Um, <laughs> he was that Purple Rain dude, a little short black dude, good at singing, wore high heels, and um, you know that dude was was the most the the gayest homophobe. Did you, did you guys know that he was real homophobic? No one knows this. Because he was really good at singing, dude hated gays. He was he was the he was the the most faggoty fag hater on the planet. You couldn't you couldn't be more gay and hate gays than that. I mean, well, you could be getting railed in the ass and then be like, ah, oh, you fucking faggots, you shouldn't be able to marry. Like that's pretty homophobic and gay at the same time. But in terms of like public, publicly acting incredibly homosexual while also publicly saying that they sh aren't real people prince is probably at the top of the list you know michael jackson was pretty high up except you know that guy was fucking kids <laughs> which you know is like uh, twice as bad as uh, what prince was doing so you know there we go prince is half price michael jackson even when it comes to horrible sexual shit um I don't, what songs did he do? I don't, I'm sure I know it. I'm going to look it up now. What songs did Prince do? Prince. Ah, oh fuck. It's going to come up with a whole bunch of sad shit. This is, this is how little research I've done. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to talk about Prince and uh, I'm just not going to look at anything up beforehand. I'm going to look it up right now. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> there we go. Get it onto YouTube. Fuck. For somebody who uploads shit to YouTube, I don't really know what I'm doing. Okay. Prince. Is this even a podcast anymore? What am I doing? Prince. All right. Uh, Cream. Okay, that's the top result. Ah, oh, I fucking clicked the wrong one. What am I doing? Okay, that's the wrong one again, you fucking idiot. Here we go. All right, Cream. Let's listen. Do I know this song? Ah, oh, I fucking hate it with music clips where they have like three minutes of, of just like they pretending that the like the clip is a movie do you know when they have like a whole minute of dialogue and shit that nobody cares about just play the fucking song prince all these rappers do it now as well like all they want to do is listen to a fucking rap song and then the first minute is just shithouse dialogue pretending that they're more gangster than they am like some scene where they're dressed up as some fucking pimp or or paying homage to a movie that is way better than their entire music career will ever be. And it's just like, shut up, play the fucking music. Oh, the worst thing, though, is when you get right in the song, you really fucking... Like, it's always an angry song. You bump it along to it, you're like, yeah, this is fucking sick. And then they just stop the music, and then they put in some fucking irrelevant scene that has to do with the film clip... I, you know what it's for? I think it's so that people don't just download the MP3 and then put it on their iPod. So people who do do that have to listen to this fucking bad, horribly acted scene instead of listening to the music. Man, fuck that. That was a massive tangent. Anyway, Cream. That's what I'm listening to. Okay, do I know this song? 
Do I know this song? Two minutes in, he starts it. Right, here we go. Okay. Black dude with a weird hat playing the drums. Oh, I know this song. This is real average. You know, the Prince guy, he released like 32 albums. My dad told me this. 32 albums. Who has time to do 32 albums? I think if I did 32 albums, I could come out with at least 10 massive pop hits. I think anybody could do that. <laughs> How incredibly arrogant I must sound. But yeah, um, that's what I was talking about. Prince, the dude dressed in high heels, he loved purple, he had costumes and wore makeup, and was a homophobe. Like, pick a side, man. You know, you can't... Like, and no one cares about how homophobic he was because he was really good at making music. Like, that's that's the thing. If you can be really good at something, you can do whatever you want, you know? I mean, I'm like, Freud wanted to fuck his mum, but everyone's like, oh, he's a really good psychologist, so it doesn't matter. Rolf Harris fucked kids, but nobody cared until he was like 80. I bet everybody knew, don't leave your kids around Rolfie, but uh, they just gave him a pass because, uh, you know, he was really good at playing the fucking wobble board <laughs> or whatever that shit is who else was there michael jackson um yeah all these people who were just like really really good they but they just fucking they root kids anyway what did what did um prince say um yeah the dude was a gay icon let me here we go yeah because he turned into a christian he's like oh i I found God in the Bible, so what I'm going to do is just hate fags, but also I'm going to take drugs and encourage people to take drugs because he was all about that shit and the third eye bullshit that people are like, <clears throat> dude, that's not, that third eye shit is such a wank. Oh man, I've taken acid and I've become one with the universe and I've just taken so many hallucinogenics that I've become, I've just realized my potential and it's opened up my third eye because the something node has been calcified and all that shit. It's like, no, here's what actually happened. You took so much acid that there's now a hole in your head and you're fucked forever. That's what's happened. You know, when you see those people who have just, they've become so spiritually awakened because they take a shitload of acid and they're, they're real happy and they're like, oh, I'm just so amazingly content. I just want to find out and discover things. And you just look at them and... They're 22 and they're already on track to be, you know, a 44-year-old divorced man who hates his life. Because that's where they're going. It's like, oh, I'm so content. I'm like, yeah, good on you. Be content and you're going to have a mortgage and you'll work in a call center for the rest of your life. Good on you. Enjoy your acid, man. Drink up or whatever you fucking do. I don't know. I don't know anything about acid. I do know the effects of it, though. I see it. You know, you know I think acid is not something that people should do. I don't think people should do acid because I have seen it permanently change people, permanently change their personality. I think if any drug has the possibility to change you forever, don't do it. Like those dumb cunts going to, going to the jungle to do, what's that, that thing that they drink? Ayahuasca. Have you seen those weird ass documentaries about people going and drink? They go to the, they fucking pay $1,500. They fly to some weird ass country where laws don't really exist like they're written down on paper but nobody really looks at them so they're not really sure what's illegal and what's not and then they all go out in the fucking jungle with some weird shaman who who he tells you he's a shaman but for all you know he could just be some dude wearing a leaf skirt on his head and he's like yeah i'm a fucking shaman here drink this shit and then you hallucinate and apparently you open dude i watched this documentary and they filmed these people watching 
drinking ayahuasca, this shit, but from some shaman who's basically, essentially all he's done is gone online and said, I'm a shaman and I do ayahuasca, and all these freaks just, like, believe it. And they go to the jungle, and they go through all this spiritual bullshit. Like, they're pretending they're not there just to drink the shit, you know what I mean? Like, they're there, oh, I'm there to awaken my senses. No, you heard about a really weird drug, so you're going to do it because you're unsatisfied with your life. That's why you're there. Just admit it, you know? You're, you want to escape your own reality for a little bit because you've got a job, you hate your wife, that's what you're doing, okay? Don't, don't fuck around. Don't pretend that you're there for anything other than, I hate my life, I wonder if this will fix me. Hint, it's not going to do it. So they go into the fucking jungle and they get in some hut and they, they walk around and they meditate and, you know, pretend that that shit's real. And then they drink the stuff and then they all pass out and they start having seizures. And they're passed out for like three hours hallucinating. And then they wake up and they're permanently changed. They've just, the, the drug has just fucked them beyond belief. And they're like, wow, I'm so at one with the universe. And I found out so much about me. And I had dreams and hallucinations from my past and from my inner mind. And my third eye is opened. And then they're just like that forever. And I'm like, yeah, that's really cool. But wait till you get back on the plane and you got to go to work. And your boss is like, oh, Tom, why didn't you do these reports? And then you go, oh, it's because my third eye is open and I don't need to do... You need to understand that all of this is just an existential reality bullshit that doesn't matter. And then he's going to go, yeah, cool, that's really nice, Tom, but do your fucking job or you're fired. That's where that ends up. And then you'll be some... You'll end up some like some hippie living in the desert pretending that he's off the grid. Yeah, man, I just really wanted to get off the grid. No, you didn't. You just, you just can't get a job. No one wants to hire you because you're a shit employee. Don't lie. What's with all this shit they, people just lying about shit to make themselves feel better? You didn't get off the grid. The grid got rid of you because you're a fucking dropkick. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was not what I was going to talk about. Yeah, so Prince is dead. Homophobic dude and uh, don't do acid. Uh, what's next? Um, <clears throat> I've been, uh, I've, I'm going to gym, guys. I thank you, by the way. I said last week, keep me on track. Keep telling me to go to gym. And it's worked. A couple of you guys have been commenting on Instagram. Hey, Lewis, you're looking a bit skinny, you fucking dog. And I'm like, shit, I need to go to gym. See, body shaming works when you really think about it. Like, if it didn't work, anorexia wouldn't be a big deal. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you, if, if body shaming wasn't the thing, neither would anorexia. So it really does work, guys. Keep it up. Because I'm, I'm strong enough to take it. I can I can be like, yeah, I am a skinny fuck. I look like shit, but I can do something about it. Because some people are like, ah, oh, I look like shit. I'm just going to eat more ice cream and be depressed instead of doing something about it. Uh, so, you know, body shame me, guys. Get on to it. All, all over my social media, you skinny fuck. So what? here's my plan, okay? So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm starting on Monday. So... I've organized uh, a Coles online delivery to be sent to my house because I fucking hate the supermarket. I hate it. I hate the supermarket so much. There's all these dickheads walking around. And why would you do it when you can get it delivered? Coles delivers it for free. I think it's like a, I think everything is just a tiny bit more expensive, but it's fucking sick. Um, they take it, they deliver it to your house, they bring it to the kitchen bench, everything's always in stock, and then you know what you do? You, when you pack it all away, what you do is you pick out three of the most expensive items, and you call the call center, and you say, hey, um, you know, let's say you, or you did a kilo of meat, kangaroo meat, this is why I do, I eat a kangaroo meat, so it's like 
$12. And I call them up and I go, hey, you know that kangaroo meat you delivered me? Well, it was off. I'm not happy about this. And then they give you a credit for next week. You get your kangaroo meat for free. And they can't check it. I used to work at Coles Online. This is why I do this. I used to work at Coles Online in the call center. People would call up and say, oh, my eggs are broken. Or, oh, my milk didn't arrive. And we would just give them a credit. And there was no way we could check it. No way. We had to believe them. Management literally told us, just believe them. Unless they've been calling every single week, just believe them. So I call like every, I call two weeks in a row and then I could do one week off. So it's like two weeks, I get some free shit. And then one week, I'll pay for it. And it works out really well. I think I'm saving like a, around $30 a shop. So give that a go, guys. Um, it's fucking sick. So what I'm doing is uh, I've got all my groceries. Uh, and I'm gonna, so I've got my diet, my bulking diet. I'll tell you guys about that in, in another podcast. Um, today, I'm going to tell you about my, my fitness regime. So I'm going to do starting strength for three months, maybe four months. We'll see how my progress goes. So starting strength, three times a week I go to gym. It is what it is. It's for people who are beginning. It's a really good weight gain and strength gain program. Um, so what I'm doing is uh, basically the, the basic program is uh, you do squats. You do three by five squats, three sets of five squats as heavy as you can. And then you do three sets of five bench press as heavy as you can. And then you do three sets of, no, then you do one set of five deadlifts, incredibly heavy, like you max out on the deadlift. So, so heavy that you can't do six. Do you know what I mean? Like you get to five, you, you get to number six, you're trying to pick it up and you can't pick it up. So you do a couple warm up sets, but then you do the one by five. Um, and that's day one. I like to add in pull-ups. I do like three by 12, three, three to failure pull-ups. So I do as many wide grip pull-ups as I can until I have to stop. And then I do that three times in a row. And that's the whole program. It's really good. That when you first start out, it'll take you only about half an hour to do. And you'll feel like, oh, I'm not really working out. But once you get stronger and you start moving more weights, the workouts take 40 to 50 minutes because you need that rest and you're pushing yourself so hard. So it doesn't sound like much, but if you push yourself hard enough, it works. And then, um, so that's A, and then I have a rest day, and then we do B. Um, and that's uh, three by five squats again. Uh, and then it's three by five uh, shoulder press. And then it's one by five cleans. Um, and then I do the pull up thing again. And then I go, and that's B, and then I go back to A. So it goes A, B, A, B with a rest day in between. Uh, and I'll do that for about three months, and that'll put give me a really solid foundation. Uh, to put on a lot of weight and be able to move a lot of shit. And then uh, I'll move on to a five-day split, which will be one body part a week, you know, leg day, chest day, all that fucking bullshit. Because um, I'm sick of being skinny, you know? That's that's my plan. I would, I would, I, ideally, I'm six foot eight. Like, ideally, I would like to weigh 90 to 100 kilos. And that I wouldn't even be ripped if I was 100 kilos. I wouldn't even be incredibly jacked, you know? I'd just weigh... A hundred. I'd look big, but I wouldn't be. I wouldn't look like a freak. Like I think it would suit me being anywhere between ninety and hundred kilos, because like the lower end of my healthy weight range is eighty-five. I'm not eighty-five. I'm seventy. Right? That's fucked. I know that's fucked. So I'm. It's time for me to put on weight, guys. It's time. Because you know I don't want to be one of those fucking skinny, older dudes. You because know, I think I think that once you hit about thirty. That's your body forever. Well, that's your body type forever. So if you're a fat cunt at 30, you're going to be a fat cunt until you're 80. And if you're super skinny, you're going to be real skinny. And if you're if you're fit, you'll remain fit. As long as you keep it up, obviously. It's not like you just go to the gym until you're 30, then you don't have to do anything and you're still the most jacked guy in the room. But um, 
yeah, I think uh, while I've still got a really young body, I'm only 22, I've still got a young body, I could put on a shitload of weight if I wanted to, I'm just going to be dedicated to it. Um, so yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna keep on doing it, and I'll keep you guys updated with my progress, I'm going to weigh myself, uh, I think I'll weigh myself, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it once a week and we'll see what happens, and that way you can all yell at me if I, uh, if I don't put any weight or if I lose weight, because I want to put on weight, that's my goal, most people want to lose, I'm trying to put on, so I'll keep you guys updated with all of that. Um, so what I did, what I did fucking yesterday, I went down to the shop and I got, uh, no, not the shop. I went down to the gym that's near my house. I've got a 24 hour gym. It's literally a three minute walk from my house. It's the easiest thing ever. As soon as I started thinking about going to the gym, they started building a 24 hour gym there. It's so good. So, uh, you need a pass to get in cause it's not staffed, right? It's just a, it's, it's like a fucking cube with the best fitness equipment in it. And it's sick. I love it. Um, and cause I don't have a job, I can go there at like 12 PM. No one's there. It's, it's the best, it's the best fucking part of my life. Right. Um, that I just don't utilize. But, uh, when I first started getting in the gym, I signed up, I got my pass and then I lost it. I couldn't find it anywhere. And then their, their out, their staffed hours are so weird that I couldn't line up my schedule with when they were actually fucking there. So I didn't, I just didn't have a pass and I couldn't get a pass. But, uh, once I finished the festival and I didn't have anything to do, I went down to the gym first thing and I'm like, I'm going to buy a pass. Keep in mind, I've been looking for my other one for over a month, right? I'm looking for it everywhere in my house. So I, I go there, I pay the fucking 25 bucks, 25 fucking dollars for a, a little, it's like a circular bit of plastic. I bet it costs them $2 to make and they're charging me 25 out the ass, which, you know, that's 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 less of a uh, a rip off and more punishment for me being a dickhead. I think that's what it is. So I'm never gonna lose it again. I've been punished with this twenty five dollar thing. So then I fucking I'm like oh whatever I'll pay it. I don't care. Just take my money. Fucking whatever. I don't care. And then I go home and I've got it. I'm like I'm gonna put it on a lanyard so I don't lose it. But for now I need to put it somewhere because I don't have a fucking lanyard. So that's another five dollars I gotta spend on that shit. And then I'm like, where do I put it? Where's a safe place to put it? And I'm like, oh, I know, on my um, on my shelf uh, where I keep my nerdy action figures from when I was a virgin. So I put it on the shelf um, and then I move one of the action figures and under it is the fucking pass that I thought I lost. So I just spent 25, I was so angry. I think I almost put a hole in the wall. It's so dumb. So now I've got two. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Maybe I can give one to a mate. That'll get, that'll get me kicked out hundred percent. So yeah, that's the, you know, that was a very anticlimactic story, but it pissed me off that much. I just had to talk about it. <laughs> so thanks for indulging me guys. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I don't, I, and I, I, you know what? I want to start boxing as well. I've, I've been thinking about, I'd, I'd like to know how to handle myself because I've been in a few fights before when I was younger, like 18 and I've, I've, you know, yeah, I don't. I can't say that I've won, but I can't say that I've lost. It's just those fights that just you get into a fight and then it ends because both of you realize that the you know the other one can't fight, so you're like, oh shit, well, this is just not going to end. Like we're we're both equally shit. We've gotten into a fight. Neither of us know how to punch. No one's going to get knocked out. So let's just stop. <laughs> um, because I would like to know how to handle myself. Uh, I, I think that'd be just a just a good thing to know. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I'd go around just punching cunts in the head, but I think I would like to know if it came down to it, I could punch a cunt in the head um, if I had to. I want to do boxing. Just because all that UFC shit, I think I'm too, I think I'm too tall for it. And I think, because I remember messing around with UFC stuff with this really short guy in high school and he would just 
absolutely trash me every time. And he wasn't even professional. He was just watching it on TV and figuring it out. And he would destroy me just because his body was so much quicker than mine because he had a shorter... Like, a, the, the path that he had to travel was so much shorter than mine. To move his arm, he could do it in half a second. It took me one second to get around him because I'm so much longer. So I'm thinking boxing because that would be a good thing because boxing, the, the height is to your advantage. You know, Muhammad Ali, he was like six foot four, I think. Um, so I'd like, yeah, I just want to know how to fight. That's what I want to do because you know why? It's because the other day I almost got into a fight with a homeless person. <laughs> I'll tell you the story, guys, okay? I didn't, this is not my fault, okay? I'm not the bad guy, but I almost got into a fight with a homeless person. So this was after my last show in Melbourne. So this is like two weeks ago. My last show in Melbourne, Sunday night. Um, I'm with I'm with uh, Luke Kidgel, who was opening for me. And I'm with uh, my girlfriend, Jasmine. And she's she brought her... And my mate, Matteo, who draws the poster. Um, and then she... My girlfriend's with three of her friends that I... That, you know, they're all right. You know, I, they're... Whatever. Okay, they're... Three girls. That's the point of the story is it's me... And Luke, two guys, and then there's three girls. All right, so we go to an Indian restaurant. We get some food. It was really nice, whatever. Then we get out and uh, we're waiting outside because we're figuring out where we're going to go because I don't want to go home. It was my last night. I want to celebrate. So we're figuring out where we're going to go. So my girlfriend and her friends, they're all talking. Three girls just talking. And then it's me and Luke. We're kind of standing separately from the group um, just because you're just waiting for the girls to decide where we want to go because they're couldn't figure it out. <clears throat> then I'm talking to Luke. I'm looking at him. We're in an alleyway just outside the restaurant. And then I just hear this. You know, the crazy noises, the crazy homeless rambling. It's like coming from behind me. You know, when you hear that and you're like, ah, oh, shit, it's coming towards me. So you can hear it. It's getting, it's getting close. Like, shit, fucking you know that shit and it's coming closer i'm like ah oh, fuck i'm involved with this so i i turn around and there's this homeless dude he's out of his mind because you know how there's nice homeless people who are just down on their luck and they're you know they're smoking cigarette they'll ask for two bucks and you'll say no and they go oh that's right have a nice night those are really nice ones but this was the fucking insane one you know the guy's homeless because he literally can't be integrated into society he's just fucked and I, he's coming, he's walking towards us, he's like, fuck shit, right, fucking. And I'm like, oh, here we go. And we're standing on a step. And this is, he was like a small, skinny homeless dude. He's a tiny guy, right? So I'm, or like, I was like a third bigger than him. And I'm also with Luke as well, right? He walks past, he looks at me, and he's really angry. I'm like, this guy's going to be trouble. But then he's like, oh, this dude is huge. I'm not going to do anything. But then he walks a little bit past us and he sees the group of three girls, my girlfriend and her two friends. And he looks at them and then he like humps the air towards them and then just stops and starts looking at them. And I'm like, okay, this is going to end up in a fight. I'm going to destroy this homeless person. So he's looking at, he's looking at the girls that we're with and, and this whole time, the girls are not completely oblivious. They don't even know that he's here. Right when I walk through the city late at night, I'm my eyes are open. I've got a radar around me. I'm looking. I'm listening. <coughs> I'm trying to figure out. I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I'm safe. Right? Girls don't do that. Girls are fucking oblivious. They just walk through. Ah, 
I'm having a good night. Guys are just on, like, vigilante on watch, right? I'm always listening for the crazy. I don't, fuck, shit. Fuck, did it back. They don't even hear that shit. Girls are just, oh, let's go here. Let's go here. Woo, I'm having fun. Look at my dress. You know, they're just, they're just not aware. They're not situationally aware of danger like guys are. Okay? So I'm, so they don't even know that this is happening, right? The girls don't even know that this, this dude is like, fuck, and then like humped the air towards them. And then he stops, right? So I'm looking at this guy. I'm wearing my jewelry. I put my rings... I twist my rings into my fist so that if I hit the guy, it's not going to fuck up my finger or my ring. Uh, like, it's gotten to this point, like, I'm ready to punch him in the face. And he wouldn't move, and Luke is behind me, and I know he's backing me up because I can... I see him position his body into fight mode, okay? So me and him, we're ready to kill someone. The girls are just, oh, where should we go? I don't know. What, what do you think we should go? They have no idea that this guy's even here. And I go, are you right, mate? And he looks at me, and he's like, ah. I'm like, mate, I think you should go. And he looks at me, and he's like, oh, fine. And he, look, and he just looks me up and down, and I can see his little crackhead mind going, this dude is really big. If we fight, I'm going to lose. Ah, shit. And then, and then he looks at Luke, my friend standing next to me, who, by the way, is also ready to punch this guy. And he goes, don't worry, mate. I don't want to fucking fight you. As in, that would make Luke go, Oh, oh, you didn't want to fight me? Oh, okay, sorry, I thought you wanted to fight me. No, go, by all means, go and assault my friend Lewis and his girlfriend. That's totally fine. In fact, I'll join you, so we're on the same team to make it even. Um, and then I, I tell him, go away again, and he just walks off, right? And then uh, me and, and, and then he walks off, and he's like, Fuck, shit, I don't fucking... I hear it go away, the crazy noise just walk down the street. I'm like, that guy is going to hit someone. That guy's going to go home, and that guy's going to find a girl by herself and just attack her. But uh, not my problem, so whatever. Um, and then me and Luke look at each other, and we're like, that was fucking crazy. We're like all amped up, ready to fight someone. Um, and he's like, oh, I saw I saw you put your rings back, so I, was re I knew you were ready to fight him, so I was ready to fight. We're just talking about how we were aware of the situation, and we knew it was going to be a fight. It was potential for a fight. And then the girls turn around and go, what are you guys talking about? We're like, did you not just see that? Did you not see how we saved your lives from this homeless dude who was fucking, looked like he wanted to sexually assault you? And they're like, no, we were trying to figure out where we were going. And we told them about that. And like, oh, wow, that's crazy. I had no idea. That's fucking insane that they had no idea that was happening. There was like a whole 40 second interaction that went on behind them that could have been catastrophically violent and they had no idea. Girls have no idea. They don't know how to protect themselves. They don't have situational awareness when they're in potentially dangerous situations like that. It's like, it's like because it doesn't feel good to do that. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't feel good to be, to think, ah oh, shit, I could get hurt. I need to be aware of my surroundings. A guy, when I walk down the street, right, I'm looking at every single person and assessing, is this person safe? Cool. Is this person safe? Cool. Is this person safe? I don't know. Maybe I'm going to put my hand into a fist just in case. He looks like he's a little bit drunk. I don't know what could happen. He might just be doing nothing. It could be a friendly drunk person or he could be a crazy psycho that's going to attack me and my girlfriend. Either way, I'm ready. That's To me, that makes sense. Just be ready. Just be cautious. Just be aware. And then if shit does go down, 
you'll you might you'll probably be all right. You've got better chance than fucking my girlfriend and her three friends. Like, oh, where should we go? Where should we go? Oh, we're being attacked by a psycho. Like, that's what happens. That's like that whole fucking... That's that whole fucking argument that girls make. Oh, why should I... Why should I have to protect myself, right? When I'm walking home at night, why should I have to protect myself? Don't tell me to protect myself. Tell men not to attack and rape women. Yeah, that sounds nice. That's like a really good feeling. Like, ah, that makes me feel nice. Like, oh yeah, it's so unfair that you have to protect yourself, which is true. It sucks that there are people out there like that. But you know what? It doesn't make any fucking sense because at the end of the day, okay, let's say, let's say that we actually live in a world where we will never have crazy people raping and killing and hurting people. That will never happen. Never ever. There will always be crazy dudes and crazy girls out there killing cunts, okay? But let's just pretend that there, we live in a world where this violence only occurs because it's a cultural thing and we haven't done a good enough job of telling people that it's not okay. Like there's an ad, like, hey, don't, don't assault people on the street because you're high on crack. And a crackhead will read it and go, oh man, I had no idea. I guess I'll just smoke my crack and be really nice to everyone. Okay, let's pretend we live in that world, ladies, all right? So let's say we start, we launch the massive ad campaign that's going to fix people assaulting women at night. That's going to fix it entirely. That's still going to take a long time. If that was even possible, that'd be a whole cultural change. That could take probably 15 to 20 years. And so you're saying between the time it takes for us to start fixing the problem and to when we do fix the problem, you're not going to protect yourself? You're just going to, okay, so it's being worked on, but uh, in the meantime, while everything's still fucked, I'm still not going to protect myself. Doesn't make any sense. Like, are you seriously telling me that because you don't enjoy being wary and you, like, you don't enjoy the thought that you have to protect yourself. You're just not going to do it. I don't look, I, I just, I just want to have fun. Like it's, it's so totally bullshit that there are evil people out there that want to hurt me. So, uh, I think it's bad that those people want to hurt me. So I'm just not going to protect myself and tell the people who are going to hurt me not to do it. That doesn't make sense. That's fucked. Like this crackhead homeless person, if I wasn't there and if me and Luke weren't there, I think he would have done something. Like it, it would. I saw his face weigh it up. I want to grab these girls. Wait a second. These guys will hurt me, and they're bigger than me. I'm not going to do it. I saw that decision in his eyes. If we weren't there, he definitely would have done it. And these girls would just be standing there, going, "Oh, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go?" Blah blah blah. blah. Ah! And that would have happened. So yeah, I think uh, I think that you do have to be careful because that's why guys are so situation this is why guys are situationally aware and and cautious of danger and are just just wary of shit and they protect themselves is because no one gives a fuck when a guy gets punched in the head no one cares unless the dude unless he's like 16 and it's a king hit and he dies so they can sell newspapers no one gives a fuck if you get if you're just out in the city one night and you get punched by a homeless person they're like oh well that's that's a bit shit. Good. If that happened to a woman walking down the street and some guy punched her in the face, it'd be a national campaign. 
it'd be all these people going, this is why rape college is bad and, and women shouldn't have to, men are just like, no one gives a fuck if that happens to a guy. So we're like, okay, no one else is going to care if it happens to me. So I'm going to protect myself because I care about me. Girls are like, oh, everyone else just cares so much. If it happens to me, it's, I'm going to be in the news. So I'm just, I just don't, it just doesn't feel, I don't like it. It, it doesn't make my feelies feel nice to do that. So I'm not going to like, just have a bit of common sense. You know, I lock my doors because there are some crazy council break in. Just, you don't just not, I'm not saying don't dress like sluts. That's, I don't, I don't think that makes any difference in, they've proven that, that clothing doesn't really make any difference in, in rape stats. I'm just saying walk home with someone, or if you're walking home by yourself, text your mum. They always care. Your mum or your dad, they always care. They'll stay up. Hey, I'm going home. Can you stay up until I get there? Just do that. That's all I'm saying. Stay on the phone to someone. Don't take back streets. Just be careful, ladies. Uber. Uber's sick. Um, and with that, I think I'm going to uh, wrap up the podcast. I don't have a... I didn't have, fuck, I've gone long. I just went on that massive rant about psychedelics. That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> so uh, if you would like to keep this podcast free, please do support me on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Lou Spears. Or just Google Lewis Spears Patreon. It's a couple of dollars a month. You get some cool rewards. There's a Facebook group that we've got going on. Um, there's like a group chat as well that I jump in every single day. You get early access to all of my videos, which I'm going to be jumping back into next week. For sure. <clears throat> um, so yeah, thank you very much for listening, guys. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Make sure you leave a rating. Spread the word about the podcast. Um, also, I'm going on tour in two weeks. I'm doing Adelaide, Brisbane, Perth, and Sydney. Now, Adelaide, Perth, uh, both of those are almost certainly going to sell out at this point. Uh, and I haven't even really started marketing them yet. Like once I start, there's, there's literally about 20 tickets to each show. So 20 tickets in each show. So get on it quick because I'm going to start you know, marketing. I haven't even put, I haven't done Facebook ads or anything yet and they're almost gone. So make sure you grab your tickets if you're going to do that. That's loosebeers.com slash gigs. That's where you get your tickets from. They're like 20 bucks each. If you can't afford that, uh, you should sell your phone. Don't listen to this and sell your phone. <laughs> you need the money. Um, that's it. Uh, I'll see you next week, guys. Have a shit one.